Hey everyone, welcome back to the IWP Network, or if it's your first time, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast, and feedback is always welcome. So make sure to check the links below for all social media links, audio and video versions of this show, and merch. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing that feedback, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Anthony with Interviews to Everyday People. Uh, we are on location today at the Yingling Mansion, which is super excited. We'll go around in a moment here and, and say everyone's name and get to know everybody. But first, I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Abaddon Tattoo Studio, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They provide high-quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. Out of breath already. All right, so these uh, <laughs> you can check their links below uh, for all their social media, contact information, and all that fun stuff. And uh, this, this ad read is funny because I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have to read it like I am. <laughs> so if you're like us in the morning, <laughs> you're probably a zombie until that fourth or fifth cup of coffee. It takes that many. I don't drink coffee. All right. <laughs> so anyway, not anymore. Fellow podcaster Shark Bite Biz has launched her own coffee line, Dead House Coffee. It is the freshest uh, house coffee. Uh, I'm sorry, the freshest coffee around. Store-bought coffee has been sitting on shelves for months sometimes, but not this brew. It's shipped within 24 hours. We've roasted, ensuring you get the freshest coffee experience around. Go to deadhousecoffee.com. That's deadhousecoffee.com. And use the code TORNADO to get 10% off your purchase and help out this show. Don't be a zombie. Deadhouse Coffee. Get back to life. All righty. Housekeeping stuff out of the way. We also want to thank our Patreon subscribers, uh, Tommy B., Tree, uh, Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Brad Zalonis, Higher Than Other Words Podcast, and Jay and Austin Blackwell. So thank you guys for your contributions for Patreon. We do $1 shoutouts and $5 you get bonus content for the rest of the content, that our best rest of the shows that are on our podcast. So we have Tornado Tag, Banging Beers, Truth Behind Illusion. There's another one. Not Cool in High School. There it is. <laughs> we do a few of them. Uh, but yeah, you get bonus episodes and, and a shoutout. And everything goes to support the podcast and help us grow. Uh, we do have merchandise links as well. And everything we're talking about today will have links. So you can go follow that and support what we're talking about today. So we'll start with my left here. We'll go around. Everyone introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Tanya Hoppel. I'm here representing uh, Dustin's Adventureland. I'm Lisa Gillespie from the Majestic Theater. I'm Emily Ellinger. I'm with the Schuylkill County Council for the Arts and Schuylkill Free Shakespeare. Hello, Mandy Fitzpatrick, Executive Director at Schuylkill County's Vision. Susan Bozak, I'm uh, with Schuylkill County Therapeutic Writing Program. I'm Walter Davis, I'm with the Schuylkill County Conservancy. All right, so what are we talking about here today? What are we, what are we getting into? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up we have uh, the Schuylkill Gives. Um, it's a 24-hour give-a-thon that has been hosted for a number of two years now. This is the second year. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So, nah, yeah, I thought yeah, it was all doing that. No, so all right, so this is the last year you, you were in the inauguration of it. Well, yeah. it, it was a trip. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, but, you said 24 hours long. Yeah, yeah. so it all, it's May 14th. Yep. 12 to 12. Yeah. Nice. And where does this take place? Online. Schoolgives.com. 
Okay. And what is what is the the this go towards and what what's what all entail? So last year there was what thirty nonprofits. There are a little under thirty. This year there are over thirty nonprofits that register and have giving pages, and we all come together that day and encourage community members to donate to our organizations. Specifically to Schuylkill County. I think that's one of the yeah. great things. Yeah, 100%. Is so when you have, say, in November, you have, like, Giving Monday, and that goes to every nonprofit across the United States, Schuylkill Gives is specifically geared to help Schuylkill County nonprofit organizations. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in part, a part of something similar. I, I Something I've kind of taken for granted or you kind of see every year, and you're like, Ah, and you just keep it moving for anyway. It just sounds horrible as I started saying this, but <laughs> toys for tots. Like you kind of just see it. And you just you don't realize what goes into it. You just kind of walk by. You're like, oh, you throw one toy in, and uh, la- la- right before pandemic, I I put on like a show. I did like three or four shows in the area. I did one in St. Clair, one in Pottsville, one in Schoolhaven, and we had a bunch of bands play everything. And the admission was a toy, or the donation at the door went to toys for tots. And we did it, and then we got it in. We were like a super late entry, too. <laughs> like, he was really, he was like, I can't take any more toys. I'm like, all right, well, then we'll do something else. He's like, all right, we'll take your <laughs> We'll get you in. So we, we were like the deadline. Like, they were packing stuff up, and we were bringing stuff the last bit in. And we raised like four or five bucks of toys and a couple, and like 800-some bucks or something like that. But we went in, and it's just like up at the school here, or the old, I'm not sure exactly what the building is. It's like right up the street here. Um, it's like an old gym. Oh, yes. Okay. And it's wall to wall, just toys. And there's so one of the local guys in the area, he just goes out and buys like a bunch of bicycles and stuff and helmets and toys. And it's just like the entire gymnasium just packed with stuff. And uh, I remember I'm a huge like nerd comic book guy. So there was a Miss Marvel toy. And this lady seen the toy and like, oh, my God, like this is perfect for little Stephanie. And she runs over and puts it in that box. And I was like, what do you mean? She like, so these four or five volunteers who do it, like have every single person like almost memorized of what they wanted and what they're looking for and this one little girl was like obsessed with superheroes and she wanted the captain marvel and it was the only thing that like they didn't get on their list and then someone donated that and just hearing that one story how like a small contribution or a small giving back to your local people it was like i don't know it was like moving i left there i was like i felt good about doing i was like that's something that now i'm like super passionate about but you don't know unless you learn about it yeah yeah, now and like last year was our first year doing it, so we really didn't know what we were getting into. But by the end of it, and seeing like the statistics that came out of it on how much was raised for the county in just 24 hours, was it was wild. Like it was. Yeah, and it was interesting. I was saying earlier when we were just sitting around, um, I had it set up that my mom was making the very first <laughs> donation at midnight. Um, and I did it for her, but uh, <laughs> later when I was talking to her, she's like, oh, I got on and I gave to this, this, and this, that <laughs> organization. So a lot of people were, you know, told to go and support one organization, but then looked at all 30 and gave to additional yep. ones. So it really I, gives an opportunity not only to make a donation, but to learn about 30 organizations that yep. are serving Schuylkill County. Yeah, I know I went on, Mandy, to support you in Vision last year. Um, Dustin's Adventureland was not part of Schuylkill Gives last year. It's our first year joining, but... Um, going on to support vision and then i was able to see what else is going on in the county because there's a lot of programs i don't think people are aware of and what's going on and what they're doing to support our community so it's it's a great site just to check out yeah no i 100 agree like and there was like a friendly rivalry between the nonprofits of like getting more people to donate but in the process like you're creating more awareness for the nonprofits that are in the county and what is going on and things like that where like you don't you're not 100% aware of everything that is going on where you live until you do something like this. Yeah. Well, 
I grew up on the other side of the mountain, so I'm I'm like the the Monty City kid in the area. So like I didn't really know or tar- partake in a lot of stuff on the other side of the mountain until <laughs> I was almost thirty. I know it sounds really strange to think that, but like I didn't know half the stuff that was going on in Pottsville until I met friends here, and then like going from like bar to bars to bar to business to business and finding out different things, and then started this podcast. Like I didn't know we had a theater program. Like, this is crazy. Like I like like I always said to people before pandemic, if you couldn't find something to do is Google County on a weekend, it's your own fault yep. because there's always something going on where you can support a business, a, lo- a, a local band, um, the theater program. There's yeah. so much cool stuff going on in this area that I feel like a lot of people don't know about. And it's weird because like I said, there's that little division just between a mountain where yep. one side yeah. is Google County and the other side, and they don't realize that there's all this stuff going on in our area. Yeah. But it is also going on North. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, you're, stuff is happening in Monterey City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to speak just, to, but for vision, yeah. we have a community garden and walking routes that are up in school in Monoy City. So, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So there, there's stuff up there. I'm so excited. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> well, like, and to like to bring that home, like in Shendo, they're working on making trails that connect to like the Scuba River Trail and stuff yeah. like that. So like, there is a lot of connection within the communities, and it's just it's all under our nose. Yeah, Shenando is doing a thing kind of like Pottsville is now with this revitalization project, where they're really trying to get the community involved and. Yeah. Uh, we talked about in a previous podcast where Shenandoah kind of had a bad stigma about it, where it was like, you know, there was this stuff going on, and as a, people are drag racing <laughs> down Montango Street, but, uh, but no, like it, how they have Culture Day, where every every different culture comes to town, they learn about everyone's heritage, and they come together. Like there was a thing, it was like, oh, the, you know, people are here, and they're not taking advantage of our community, but you look turn around and they're all involved in like ch- local churches and stuff yep. and they're the one cleaning drug needles out of parks and then and it's like wait oh, okay they take just as much pride as we do yeah. and it really brought the town back together and now that Pottsville is doing the same thing in the aspect of bringing business to the area and bringing cool things like that it's it's super exciting to see yeah and uh, Shenandoah is participating downtown Shenandoah <laughs> initiative is one of the 30 some yep. organizations is it Mary um, Mary retired. It's Susan okay. Williams. But she, I'm, I'm actually related to Mary. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mary Lescavage, yeah. Yes. She uh, retired, I believe, at the end of 2020. But yeah. they, uh, they're still moving forward, and, and they are one of the participating nonprofits. Awesome. That's exciting. And we have a program in Ringtown also. Mm-hmm. Up, up Perfect. The mountain, so. That's exciting. Yeah. I, that, that, honestly, that's, I'm really happy about today because I'm <laughs> learning so much. I get to learn about everyone's thing here. So let's, let's start with you. Got, you got your notes. You're ready to go here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's learn about what you got. All right. So we're Dustin's Adventureland, and we are hoping hoping this year to break ground on an all-inclusive special needs playground. Uh, It'll be in Minersville at the Recreation Complex, uh, which I think is another resource a lot of people don't know about in the county. Um, they have the pool, the Little League field, the Lions Pavilion. There's a walking path. Skate park. Um, oh, that's yeah. up in New Miners. Yeah, that's up in New Minersville. But um, so we're hoping to um, break ground this year. We're going to have um, a variety of. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, <laughs> equipment, yeah, equipment for special needs kids um, and all kids really do enjoy. There's going to be um, adaptive swings. A zip line. Uh, there's sensory equipment. Uh, so, it's something that I think closest to our area is like Seals Grove and Allentown for for playgrounds like this. So it's something we've been working on, and uh, we're excited to to hopefully break ground. Awesome, that's exciting. I know the uh, the people who own Bla, um, Black Black Diamond in Frackville. They do a lot with like autism awareness yes. and stuff in the area. They just raised a bunch of money the other night, but they used to do uh, at the Elks, they would do like the autism awareness day. 
and I used to dress up as Batman, <laughs> and the kids would go through like a century obstacle course and then come in and save Batman, and I'd take a picture with them, but like, that's a, that's a cool thing. They would definitely probably get involved and, and yeah. do stuff with you there. That's but, how uh, I uh, first got involved with Dustin's. They, so they started as um, a special needs Easter egg hunt, and mm-hmm. I dressed up as Chase for Paw Patrol. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> had my picture taken lots that day in costume. But, uh, yeah, that's how I started volunteering with them and now um, have grown to be part of the board and, and really take a more active role. Cool. So it's like a special, it's a special, it's a different type of playground for, for people with like kids with special needs and autism yeah. that they can yes. go in and participate and play. Awesome. Um, most of the playground equipment for us growing up, especially uh, was, <laughs> if, if you didn't leave with 14 splinters, <laughs> you didn't play on it, right? Uh, pile of tires in the wood. <laughs> Monty, Monty City's elementary school was just all wood. It was an entire wooden playground. And it was, everyone was going to the nurse after <laughs> recess to get splinters taken out of their hands. So it was great. That's how you get tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We're bred different in that town. <laughs> um, now when does this uh, start and this process? Well, we've been raising money. Um, I think it's about a year and a half now that we've we've been a nonprofit. So uh, we've raised about 90000 so far. We just received a grant from the state for $100,000, which is a huge shot in the arm for us. Um, and we have about eighty to 90000 more dollars to raise. We're hoping uh, we have a bunch of fundraisers coming up. We have the Schuylkill Gives that we can break ground in August or September. Um, if not, we may have to push it back to April, but we're really hoping to, to get the funding this year to be able to break ground and get that in our community. Exciting. Where, where exactly in Minersville is this going to be placed when it's finished? Um, when, when you're, when you're start? familiar with Minersville, uh, it's, it's just right past the pool complex there. Well, it's part of the pool complex, so... I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know the street name, Andy. Do you remember? <laughs> you go down Sunbury. It's, it's, uh, take a, it's on 4th Street, the it's end on of 4th Street. So, yeah. What is, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the photo here. What is the, the, the like, they look like flowers. Um, they're, oh, they are. They're flower in ground. They're flower. They, um, they're sensory equipment. So I'm not sure if they're, to be honest, I'm not sure if they're, they're sound or there's touch, but things to uh, in, involve your senses. Oh, this is all like really pretty neat the, stuff here. Autism have sensory needs, mm-hmm. so yeah, this is this is exciting. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, uh, I know that this this organization is what the what you guys are doing for your twenty four hour thing. But if somebody after if someone watches this later, sees this later on, where can people uh, go to donate after this the twenty four hour thing is over? So we have That's a Facebook page. Um, you can look up Dustin's Adventureland on Facebook page. Our events are listed there. We run a lot of online raffles right now, um, and then there's there's buttons there to to be able to donate to us directly. Exciting. Uh, mostly through Facebook, yeah. We do Th- have a website is... too, but I think that's in the process of being updated. I'm like super jealous. I wish I was a kid and can play on these. <laughs> right, look at that zip line. I know, that was awesome. <laughs> it's a lot safer than the zip lines. Like when they first put the zip lines where you just hang on for dear life <laughs> and some grown kid or like a bigger kid pushes you as hard as he can and you hit that edge and just go flying. Yes, this has a harness. Yeah, you're in like a chair in this one. This yes. one's this one <laughs> this one's a lot better. <laughs> yeah, this looks this looks great. I always when I you go past parks and you see them all different now you're like these look like like McDonald's play places but better <laughs> like these it looks really neat I'm excited for this this is fun and I like and there's a lot of people in the area who would definitely benefit from this and 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 they wouldn't have to go as far like at Allentown and yeah. stuff like that and it'll even bring I think people from outside the area here to you know to bring their kids so they have a place to play absolutely exciting all right we'll, we'll move on to our next person here. <laughs> 
The yeah. veteran. The veteran of the podcast. Yeah, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> um, ask a question. I don't know what to say. So <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you a part of here, and what are we trying to raise for? Okay, so um, the Majestic Theater. Uh, as you can good imagine, start, good start. I know it's a good, it's a good start. So I'm got Mamma Mia on my face. We're actually in production for Mamma Mia, um, that we will hopefully be able to do at the end of June. However, right now we can only sell 10 tickets so. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, the restrictions on indoor live events. It, um, I'm in, I'm in the audience. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got a cutout? Yeah. Nice. She is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love my cutouts. And I'm never lonely when I'm at the theater. Um, they would scare the garbage out of me. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. Um, so right now, the, the indoor capacity for live events is supposed to be 25%. We seat 200, so that gives us 50. Our cast and crew are 40, so that leaves us 10 tickets oh, wow, <laughs> that gosh. we can sell. So we're hoping that the restrictions ease up to about 75% so we can have the show at the theater. If not, we're going to have to go off-site, which we are still trying to nail down. Um, but as you can imagine, we can't do shows, so... We have no income. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've been basically, um, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we've been basically, um, depending on fundraisers, donations, grants, to keep us open for the past year and a half, but it's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want to do shows. It's, it's um, crazy because you were one of the last podcasts I did before the pandemic really took off. So the la yeah. one of the last productions was Clue, Clue. And I got to sit down with, with you and the cast. And, and that was a blast, by the way. You guys did a fantastic they job. They did a great job. One yeah. of my favorite movies ever. And then just to see it portrayed in the theater. I was, I, that's when I was hooked. I'm like, the theater stuff in this area is awesome. Um, but you, you had so many plans to do, like, bring back movie nights, like, every Thursday, like, old school movies. And mm -hmm. you can go see, like, relive that experience of seeing an, a certain movies in, in theaters again. And, yep. and then, obviously, the pandemic hit. So you had all these plans, and then it just kind of fell apart on us. We had so many plans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so many plans. I mean, and some of the plans were just to fix things. Like, you know, we started off with Frozen and with Clue. So we were having, like, this really good year, and we had all these... You know, things we were going to fix, things we were going to upgrade, things we were going to improve. Crash. Bang. <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah. So all those things a year later still need to be fixed and they still need to be improved and they still need upgrades. Um, and we really, really want to have shows, you know, mm -hmm. like so with being able not being able to sell as many tickets as you need the donations actually help us to put on the shows and not rely on the ticket sales. So we can still, you don't realize how desperate people who are on stage get when they can't be on stage. Like they need to perform for people mm -hmm. and they've been locked away for a year. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's really getting to them. So we've been trying, we did, uh, two productions last year that end up having to be virtual. But honestly, I, I just want to be able to let these people play, you know, like yeah. they need a place to go. Mm -hmm. it's so the, the, the arts of the, like the theater arts are the same as like music, my musician friends, like they're, they, they're craving that. That's their, that's yeah, their stress fear. relief. That's what they, that's what that's that helps them through their anxiety mm -hmm. and their depression and their tough times. So if your, your whole thing is just doing a play production and you're, you don't have that, 
it's it's tough. It's like it's a it's a good coping mechanism, and people don't have that at this moment. Nope. And like every every time they ease up a restriction, it's it's awesome, and you pounce on it. But then, <laughs> like seriously, like we pounce, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, zip, sorry, you can't have that, yeah. and they take it away. <laughs> and so you're left with, um, okay, what are we supposed to do with all of this energy and all of this preparation? And so we just really are hoping that Schuylkill Gives, not only for us, but for everybody else, helps to just prolong the... The, the bleed. The, yeah, the t- where we can get back to normal and actually be productive. You, you still need to pay bills. You still, <laughs> you know, like you, the, the electric bill still comes <laughs> even when, and you still have to pay insurance, even though like your building is yep. closed, you, you, you still have all those bills and you have no other income. And I do have to say that Schuylkill Gives is perfect because you may want to donate to these charities. And if you're lazy like me, you're not going to make the effort to go like find their individual websites. So you go, this is like one-stop shopping. Yeah. It's awesome. You put your credit card in one time and then you go yeah. do, 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 do. And you can, mm-hmm. you can hit them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like awesome. I, I donated to like 10 last year because it was easy. So, yeah. You know, like you just go, oh, look, yeah. them. I like them. So, <laughs> and, oh, that sounds really cool. I'll, I didn't know they existed. Yeah, but. <laughs> like exactly. So it was, it makes it so easy to, to donate. Even if you didn't think, I spent way more money than I was going to too, but it was totally <laughs> worth it. So do that. Yeah. People. So <laughs> the, the production of Mamma Mia, I, I know it from the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly what the premise is. So what for people like me who do not understand, know, know what Mamma Mia is, what, what can they expect with this production? It's like a really sort of interesting story that gets you to hear a lot of ABBA music. It's like, <laughs> it's a story. It's all based on ABBA? It's all ABBA music. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, yeah, and it's like the really good ones, too. Really <laughs> good songs. <laughs> I mean, the story, like, sometimes, you know, you get ones in the songs that are like, eh, why'd they pick that one? You get the deep cuts. These are like really, they're like the really good songs. And um, it was funny because I was at, I think it was Salvation Army, and, and everybody gets snarky, and they're like, oh, you're doing Mamma Mia. Are you going to have Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep? And I looked at her and I said, nope, my people can sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, because it's, I mean, we've got really, ta- I don't know if you've ever come to see a show, but we have really talented people in this county, like seriously good singers, dancers, actors, and Thankfully. Tony's right there. Yep. No, I definitely can't say that. <laughs> Enough bo- booze in me. I'll get done. Like, I can't follow a script, but just but, throw me out there. I'll wing it. <laughs> well, that's going to be my goal. I'm going to get on stage one of these days. But we have really seriously talented people in I, County. I, yeah, I, I know a few of the people that are part of the production. And a, f- a friend of mine, he he's actually looking to get involved with the School County Theater. Um, he, because because of the podcast, because he got more exposure to it, but he was doing a lot with uh, the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. Oh, cool! There, uh, there's uh, we I we had early on the podcast. We had one of the members of that, uh, and Andrew Hubachek, who he actually played the original Zelda from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> uh, you ever see the original Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Remember the, the the sister that's in the bed with the spina bifida, and she I, runs. I was very young, and I only saw it once. Oh, well, it was the most terrifying was part the, of the movie. But yeah. that was actually played by a man, and he lives in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, oh, and wow. he's part of the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. Brian sent him my way. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's really, really talented. Um, and then I I seen a production of uh, 
was it Rocky Horror Picture Show by the cast that the people in the Reading area they mm -hmm. did it at like Shocktoberfest yeah and that was fantastic so yeah, that was Genesius that they did a great job yeah the, and they did it in like a tent so it was like <laughs> like because they couldn't do it yeah. they couldn't do their stuff out so it all, yeah. all had to be outdoors and it was yep. it was an awesome experience and a lot of that it was because I got to go see Clue and and realize and it kind of like sparked that interest of going to see local shows it's awesome yeah well and the the good thing about Mamma Mia is we got so many new people that I've never met before. I didn't know who they were. Like, you, we're a small area, so usually you see the same people over and over again, which is great because they're <laughs> really good. <laughs> but we got tons of new people, which was really exciting. So our cast, we have two casts. So um, I think we have 35 people total in Perfect. the show. I think my favorite theater story is one of my first like good dates with my girlfriend um, <laughs> was right after you implemented reserve seating where uh, you could pay online and like have your seat reserved. I was the yep. first person to reserve it, Walter, written on the seat. <laughs> and like everyone like probably walked in and was like, some old guy just reserved that seat. And then in walking me my girlfriend and, and sitting in the first row. Because we're so high tech, we actually like write people's names and stick them with sticky notes yeah. to the seat. I, I have a, fun, a funny story of the night first of Clue. First person to reserve yeah. a seat. The night of Clue, I, 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 I was running around. I was going to some different shows and I, I, we swung by and got there just in time. So we were closer to the back and uh, a gentleman got sick in the middle of the show. I don't know if you remember this or if you ever heard this story. <laughs> um, so he gets up out of his chair and he runs from the back across, like up the stairs around the back. Oh my God. And, and I'm in the very back row. And as he's passing me, he throws his hands over his mouth. <laughs> and you you heard what was oh going gosh. on. Oh my god, I didn't even so know. So he gets back to the bathroom no way. and he is loudly vomiting. Oh my gosh. Like loudly. And I got up and moved cuz if I if I smell it or anything, I'm done. <laughs> like, there's no coming back for me. Oh my god. So I go up where like the sound booth is and Tori's back there and, and at the time me and Tori were getting close, we were we were friends and uh, she's like, "Oh my god." And it's loud. You hear him. He's like, "Oh!" Like screaming. I, I never. And I just like peeked story. in and I'm like, Tori, it's not that bad of a show. You guys are doing a great job. <laughs> She's like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> but like, he's like, he's like scream throwing up in the oh bathroom. I felt so awful for him. And he, to his credit, he played it off great. He walked <laughs> right back out like it never happened. Oh just sat down. He's like, starting to use candy again. <laughs> I was like, killed oh my it. God. It was, it was great. Uh, and then Al's running around trying to find it with a flashlight. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's why, because if Al was there, I wasn't there. So yeah. He was running the show there. <laughs> he's he never like, told me. He's looking around. I don't think he got anything out. Like, I think he made it to his destination. Oh, my god! But it was it was hilarious. Just going up to them and be like, the show's not, not that bad. bad. You're doing a great <laughs> job. <laughs> She's like, we made did. someone sick. <laughs> <laughs> they did a really good job. Yeah. And any show that I don't have to direct is a good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did fantastic. That was my first one so far, but... Hopefully, this get to go see Mamma Mia. We've got really good shows planned for the rest of the year, too, if we are ever able to have them. <laughs> we have uh, um, an original uh, script of Bonnie and Clyde by Tyler Rossi, who's local to the area. Tyler. Yep. So he wrote it. We're, we're putting it on, so it's going to be its debut. It'll never have been done anywhere else before. And then we're also doing White Christmas and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> oh, nice. Exciting. So, yeah. Well, hopefully with everything going on now with the, the vaccines and herd immunity and all that fun stuff, we can 
we can go back to doing stuff indoors because uh, summer only lasts like 38 minutes here, and then we're back to winter. So, <laughs> so we got we got to get the like 15 minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's like the beginning of May, April, so Mother's Nature's still trying to figure stuff out. Like, yeah, I think it's still snow. Yeah, like there, it could still snow next weekend. We have no idea. Well, like, it was it, like last week it was snowing. I was driving. There's like uh-huh. snow in your yeah. windshield. Yeah. I was like. We just went from sixty degrees to twenty real quick. She's Mother Nature's on a bender, you know. She she, she comes all winter long. She goes into seasonal depression, and she's like, <laughs> she'd be like, all right, this weekend we're getting a little crazy. We'll get you some nice weather, and then snow four feet. <laughs> it's like seventy degrees to like freezing. I think there's a special uh, Mother Nature for Schuylkill County. Yeah, like yeah. Seriously, the mountain range is like confines <laughs> it. My ears are probably sweaty. Yeah, we're 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 part of Pet Cemetery. We're all on like barrel burial ground or something it's just a different it's a different animal here yeah. but why why you're set up here let's, let's talk about what you got going on well hello <laughs> um my name is emily ellinger again i'm with uh, the schuylkill county council for the arts as the executive director i'm also the founder and artistic director for schuylkill free shakespeare um so yeah i started here at the council for the arts in november of i guess was it 2019 <laughs> And I was excited and raring to go and pandemic. (laughs) So the nice thing about that was, so I came into this job and there's a lot, there's like a lot of different levels because we're we're the council for the arts. Um, And we, you know, the one thing that needs to be rebuilt is programming. But we're also the stewards for the historic Frank D. Yingling Mansion, which we are all sitting in currently. And... This the, the the structure of the building needs a lot of work. Um, there's events, uh, rental events. There's events that we want to have happen and fundraisers. So there's so many things that are sort of on my on my plate as the executive director here. And the one can we call it a gift <laughs> that that the pandemic gave me was all right. Let's focus on on the structure. Let's focus on the building and. So we we did what we could do from you know my perspective and uh, Bobby who works maintenance here, um, who is just a gem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love him so much. Mm-hmm. But um, he we we did what we could do from our end. But we also wrote some grants. We just received a grant from DCED um, with um, with the help of Senator Argel. We got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now that money's basically already spent, <laughs> because um, you know it's funny because I think of like I I I love my home. I have a nice home, but it definitely isn't worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And it's like one hundred fifty thousand dollars going into this building is still like dropping a penny into a bucket, basically, of what needs to be done here. So because this mansion was done in the style of Jacobean revival, so you might want to think like Elizabethan structures of the, the, the wood trim, um, that wood is now like, <laughs> I want to say 113 years old. I, might, I, I think I'm doing the math right. No, is it 108? I might be adding some years here. But um, it's, rot- it's rotting. Like, um, I have some great pictures up on our Facebook page of the wood that they took out. Because one thing we did get to do, because we had um, an anonymous donor donate some money, we were able to start on the bay window over here. And all of that, all of it was, the wood was so rotten. It was, like, green and, like... Punky. Yeah, it was really bad. And it was letting water in. So before... um, or yeah, I mean, before the ceiling here in the dining room was starting to 
uh, Lisa, you saw, it was like literally falling apart yeah. in, in little pieces um, because the water was getting into the house. So luckily we got to take care of the bay window but yeah, I have pictures of the wood that they took out. But there's um, there's a lot of wood trim that still needs to be removed and replaced. And you want to do it, you want to do it with respect to the history, and also balance that with the materials that's going to protect the house, and and how that all how that all relates to the the preservation or the the national historic. Um, commission basically that designates places of historical significance in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, I mean, we also, we, we put, I forget what type of treatment we put on the floors in here, but all the floors look really shiny. That shine <laughs> is going to dull in time, but it protects the, it protects all the floors from water damage. Um, like a polyurethane. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So, I mean, I love this place. I grew up, I took my first acting class over in the carriage house. Um, it was a, it was a Shakespeare, oh, sorry. It was a Shakespeare the spooky, class. The spooky carriage house. It's not spooky. In fact, everyone is so convinced there's ghosts in here. Oh. And I have never met one, and I am mad because everyone I work with, or if I have interns in here, they have these ghost experiences, and I am, I'm open spirit world. <laughs> I'm so open, and they never say hi to me. That's what Linda Blair said in that movie too, and it didn't. Work <laughs> but I, I will say this: the the the, yeah. the school county Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, I would say single-handedly yeah. saved last year for me. Um, because what you guys did outdoors with the local music and putting shows on in the courtyard. Well, the Council for the Arts did that. Yeah. yeah. I, I represent both organizations, mm -hmm. so I just want to be clear. And yeah. it, it, it honestly saved last year for me because like, it, was, it was to the point where it's like, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm missing my friends. I can't interact with people. I can't go see music. 100%. And, and that, was, that was such a bright spot yep. in last year, and, well, and it was such a good time. We're planning on doing it again. I do need some help booking some acts, so maybe we can talk after. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I loved it. And I, you know, we got to sell some, you know, some yingling beverages so you can have yingling here while you're enjoying the grounds. But no, I loved the musicians and I loved the, the variety that came yeah. in. Um, I thought like every week was different. Like yeah. I went to, I think I missed two. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> and it was because like I wasn't in the state or something. But. It's yeah. funny. The biggest turnout one was the one that yeah. I thought was not going to yeah. go over the, the, metal? the one at the, the end, the heavy oh, yeah. metal like Austin's band and stuff. Yeah, oh the, yeah. Heavy, the heavy and metal show killed it. It was yeah. such a variety of people that were there. Yes. Like yeah. I, I kind of feel like it was half of like the people that had gone to all of them mm -hmm. were just going to go because no matter what, like they needed something to do, whether it was like to get the kids out of the house or whatever. And then you had like all of the diehard, those band fans. <laughs> yeah. So you just had this super mass of people that don't fit in with each other. And it was cold. It oh was my rainy. God. It my was feet dark. Are freezing. And everyone had yep. a blast. And oh, then yeah. there was the one that it rained and like people were still there. Like, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. It was, it was much needed for the area. So we're, I'm yeah. excited to bring that back. No, I that also, so eventually want to do outdoor movies, but that's probably... Listen, uh, I tried last year. <laughs> <laughs> I tried hard, yeah. and I couldn't get anyone to go with it. Aww. Two to three. To give, me a, give me a couple of years to purchase, you know, write the grants to get purchased the equipment. Well, we don't even need to purchase. I already had it lined up. You did? I just didn't have a venue. Oh. All uh, I needed was one wall and a parking lot. That's uh, all I asked for. And you know what I got? No. Okay. You know what? You know what? This is the first some of us are hearing about. Yeah. We could have 
have had to, yes. I was blasted on social media. You can get, um, I think they're super cheap too. It's like it's like a, a, a inflatable thing where you just plug a fan into it and yeah. it blows up a giant screen it's and then you just tell funny. people to bring lawn chairs and you just set them up. And, well, that was the well, whole principle. The, like it was a walk-in movie theater and the whole like idea behind it was like, we can't charge you to come. Like yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden now we're going to get super fined by every movie company known to man. But we can we can rent chairs and mm-hmm. like that's how we can create a revenue and the whole idea was to create that revenue model to go and put towards like facade grants downtown and things like that but the whole idea was let's do this downtown because that inspires people to go get dinner before it or mm-hmm. after the movie go get beers at the local restaurants or whatever but like yeah it was just I will say this, uh, was it last weekend, or two weeks ago now, when the Yingling did the special Chetty event and then BlackRock mm-hmm. had their soft open, um, it was really cool to see like people walking from one brewery to the other yeah. and, and like, experiencing both places and, and really getting involved. And it's like, that's only a drop in the hat of what's open right now. Like mm-hmm. Crimson House is remodeling, um, Pilgaroo is opening soon, and I'm, I'm not trying to just put out the beer places because I like beer. <laughs> yeah. But, but, still, but yeah. obviously in Schuylkill County, that's a definite big draw for the area. So if, if those businesses are now going to be opening soon and we can get, get back to normal restrictions because everyone's doing the, the right thing, like a place like the theater is going to thrive because you're right in the middle of all that and all these cool pl- like things to do in the area because everybody wants to explore them and, and do it. It was just like it was cool to have that little bit of normalcy back. Uh, and it was just for a, a few minutes just because they yeah. had that, that soft opening. But it's like it's exciting to see what people are craving to go do stuff. It's like we're right at that cusp. We just need to yeah. get over that hump. Personal events. And Absolutely. I think like the partnerships that could come out of that. I know I've talked to Lisa several times. I used to work in Harrisburg. So um, the Midtown Cinema was attached to Zero Day. And so they had like the opportunity you could get a crowler and go over to, mm-hmm. the, to the movie theater. I'm like, so that's going to be such a nice mm-hmm. yeah. way to connect the arts with the brewery right next door and all. Oh, if you let me bring beer over to the theater, <laughs> I'll be at every show. You already could. You yeah. can't tell her about it. <laughs> you have to get on the mic. I got to give her the mic. On the mic. Sorry. Oh. You can actually take your alcohol out of, which is so cool, <laughs> from Crimson House or the Wheel or wherever you you can, it's to go. You yeah. can get your drink in a to go cup. Yep. And as far as I know, there's no reason you can't bring it into the theater. Like yeah. so. I may have sat near your audience. <laughs> Honest to God, if if if, if, if I don't know, be like, like, the I, theme like I'm gonna say I may no. have been at Just your event. Just yeah. around. I may have. Yes. My only thing is, is you should bring some for me. <laughs> like, like if you're bringing it in, like. Just could, could you imagine how awesome the music? Musical sing-alongs are gonna be. <laughs> you know, Everyone's like, all tuned I, up. I'm good with just a little one. So it's 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 exciting. Welcome to bring it. Just bring me one. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the cool things that are just happening in, in in the local towns. Every town is doing it. It just it's I don't know. I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's. Oh, you, can I uh, just uh, throw my shout out for Schuylkill Free Shakespeare this summer? We're we're producing Midsummer Night's Dream, and it's going to be really really funny and really. Um, I think everyone needs a little escapism and some, you know, and a little bit of magic. So that's what we're hoping to produce. And that will happen here in the gardens. My work through Schuylkill Free Shakespeare is what got me um, sort of noticed for for coming here to work for the Schuylkill County Council for the Arts. Because we put, I mean, doing that is, I mean, it's all volunteer work. No one gets paid 
for, for what we do. And um, we only accept donations. So you can come in with your family and, and see a great, um, if yeah. I do say so myself, high quality <laughs> Shakespeare show. No, it is really good. Like yeah. I, that and was one of the first events yes. that I brought my mom to, and she had never been to the mansion before. Oh, that's awesome. So my, that was like a my really co-host of my wrestling podcast, Brian. He also does a podcast in here called Murder My Dude, and he's a huge fan <laughs> oh, of, that's awesome. of the Shakespeare yeah. Theater. Yeah, they they talk like true crime stuff. They like they dissect cases and stuff, oh, but they put cool. a comic spin on it. But he's also a huge wrestling junkie, so he does the wrestling show with <laughs> me. But he, he he has brought up many times on the show about the Shakespeare and how. Yeah. how and it's like, just a really cool it. venue because like you're in the sunken garden and everything's going on and like the steps in front of you and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, because like Peter Pan was last year and that was a really good play. Oh yeah, yeah. the um well it's it's based on Peter Pan. It was yeah. Peter and the Starcatcher. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that space down there is so good for for having for having outdoors shows because there's several entrances and exits um i think yep. the only thing i'd like to do is get a sail to block out the sun a little <laughs> bit because it can it can really just shine in your eyes when it's going down or yeah. when it's high noon but no it it's uh, <laughs> we're we're really lucky i mean to have to have this location the schuylkill county council for the arts and how you know one how incredible is it and who does it i mean i haven't heard of anything like this happening but the Yingling family in 1978 donated this house to to the Schuylkill County Council for the Arts to promote local arts and culture. I mean, at the time, I mean this this house is easily worth, a, you know, quite a quite a bit of money. But can you imagine that? Like not selling it, donating it for the purposes for our county. What an amazing gift. Well, and more than that, in the 80s, they donated the Yingling Park. And yeah. that was the yeah. original spring for the brewery and turned yeah. that into what it is today. And yeah. That's so why I'm very, I'm very honored and happy to be podcasting in this house. So <laughs> oh, he, yeah. When he told me that's what we're doing, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> my, my goal is to be like, I want to be on location and experience different things. Like being on stage at the Majestic was super cool. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to have, like be live at a block party, which <laughs> sounds stupid but like i've never seen a podcast at a block party and i've been to thousands of block parties and block parties are yeah. cool so i want to be like yeah. just take my claim like did that well, <laughs> i know we'd love to have you back and i know i i don't know if you still do the the ghost i, mm-hmm. I know you were very interested in coming here for that we never yeah. got to because you know pandemic <laughs> and you were up. pretty busy with the the, 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 the i'm always going. very busy yeah. just you know you just drop by. That's just what I drop do. by. <laughs> well, we got a chance to do the the uh, Jim Thorpe prison. Oh, that's cool! So I that saw was, that. That was kind of cool. Like we oh, got wow. the podcast inside yeah. the prison, which was very very interesting. Like, did you experience? I was like, I was so nervous that I wanted everything to go well that I a ghost could have kissed me on the face. Yeah, <laughs> I would have never noticed. I was so in the zone. Like, I hope everything works. I hope everything's good. Mm-hmm. That's like my mini panic attack when I hit record mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I hope everything is working well. Yeah. Did I, we actually record it? Yeah, <laughs> that's that has happened before. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's move on here to our next. Hello. Uh, hi, I'm Mandy Fitzpatrick from Schuylkill County's Vision, and we are a nonprofit that serves the entire county. We mobilize community resources to better Schuylkill County, um, and we do by, that by collaborating with a lot of people at this table and a lot of other organizations, identifying community assets. So we. I like to say it's almost like we don't do the direct services, but we find the people that are doing those services and connect so that everybody in Schuylkill County is getting the benefit of the services. Or the county LinkedIn. Exactly. That's now I'll that's say kinda, that. That's kind of what I. Kinda, <laughs> kinda what I'm trying I am to do the LinkedIn the, of the county. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do that with the podcast as well is just trying to bring awareness of things and and have people like one of the things I'm pretty I'm pretty thankful for is like a lot of the bands I got to 
like, hey, we're going to do shows this weekend together because of the pod, like work, like seeing each other on the podcast and then linking like, hey, you should work with this person or that person. So it is really cool to like bring th- local things in your area to the light. Like it's exciting. Yeah. And I attend uh, a lot of meetings, um, <laughs> but I attend things like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of meetings, um, <laughs> but I, I'm like involved with the hospital's community health needs assessments. So they like are trying to address, you know, the issues in the county and I'm able to sit there and one say what I'm seeing, but also provide those community assets. Like you think this is a problem. We have a solution <laughs> in the county. We just need to connect that solution. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're able to be that connection in a lot of different ways throughout the county. But we we are we're doing so in many different areas. Um, our focus areas are arts and culture, health and wellness, quality of life, importance of community, and economic development. So it's very broad. So there's a lot of things that we do, but we um, partner with Lehigh Valley Hospital for Healthy Communities. So we do um, walking initiatives. So in Shenandoah, uh, Monterey City, and in Haven, we have walkworks, which are defined routes throughout the community that you can go out and, and walk on. Um, we have community gardens up in Monterey City and one in Haven as well. And we do some um, programming throughout the county. The one in Monterey City, is that the old like skating rink? So there are four routes. Three of them start at the Rite Aid, <laughs> and I don't remember the route names. <laughs> um, wow. But they, if you're right outside the Rite Aid, there's three signs, and it shows you the maps. And they're also Red, available blue, on our green. website. Um, but it, it takes you, and they're, each map shows you connects to the historical sites. So like Service Electric is one of the sites up there that you mm-hmm. know you're walking by. It tells you a little history. The Molly Maguire, a um, uh, little statue that they have there there's the is it the smith mansion there's a kaiser mansion there's uh, well maybe the smith one's the one that's in the bottom of the hill as you're coming in yeah and then the kaiser's like you're leaving like in the middle of town yes the old brewery okay so like those are highlighted and you so you learn a little bit of the history of the areas um the one in haven i actually helped produce but we instead of looking at the history because haven has a lot of great walking routes that already address the history of the area so i tied in recreation so on that map it starts at island park which is a recreation hub in haven it talks about the Schuylkill River, and then it talks about the Walk-In Art Center, the Historical Society, the library. So connecting those resources in the community. I love the Walk-In Art Center. I've never, yeah. I never not went there and had a good time. Yeah. Especially when they throw like their little shindigs. Like it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So uh, the, a lot of that is programming, and then we also do the Schuylkill County Youth Summit, which we bring all of the school districts, the um, thirteen school districts, two Catholic schools. Charter School and St. Clair sends their eighth graders um, yeah, and bring students together <laughs> uh, all year long. We did, of course, the running theme, pandemic, didn't happen this year. <laughs> so that was on hold, but we, we work on projects with the schools. They identify a few students that come together once a month, and then we have a summit at the end of the year, and they address different issues. Like for two years, they did um, blight, and another two years of the opioid epidemic, supposed to be two years of positive schools so talking about the positive live work and play and they were able to go out and experience like we went to solar innovations in pine grove um, and they got to learn about workforce and the opportunities we came to the theater and emily talked to them so they learned about the arts for one of them um schaefer harley davidson hosted us and so they got to hear about how schaefer's does a lot with mda so um 
the Muscular Dystrophy Association. So they got to learn about like how organizations give back in the community. So it was a fun little combination that we were able to do with them. And then we were hoping to eventually produce like a commercial of Youth Summit in Schuylkill County with the kids. But again, our theme, pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put that on Positivity kind of switched directions <laughs> real quick. So my local spot where all the kids in the area would get together and hang out Event closed for a while, and I'm happy to hear that it's back and up and running. Roller Roost, that was like, yep. yeah, that the, really, that's like, like the local. Every kid from every town would go there on a Friday, Saturday night and go skating. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been there. Like, yeah, oh, my yeah. parents met at Roller Roost. Oh, like, wow. yeah, like, <laughs> wow, I'm the product is, of the Roller Roost. I, as the 38 year old adult that I am, still enjoy roller skating. Yeah. I'm a terrible so. roller skater. I'll give you all a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> I was there right before everything closed down. We were actually there scouting it out for a friend's 40th birthday party. <laughs> but it was like all kids skating and me and my friend. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> we were checking it out. and then, But that is, like that's one of those that came from the flames out of the pandemic that yeah. closed and was bought out. Well, and, and originally like really the story was that it was going to turn into the storage units that were going yes. across the street. So we are all like, oh, no. We lost our mall. I don't think I could have yeah. handled losing roller roost too. That would have, <laughs> yeah. that would and then when it like dramatic twist of events when they're like, nope, just kidding. We're yeah. uh, revamping everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. it's super exciting. I'm happy yeah. to hear that's back. Yeah, I, I have to something about when pour some sugar on me, plays, <laughs> and you just you start skating as you fast as you can. <laughs> I gotta say, embarrassingly, I totally wiped out rocking out. I was skating to My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade, and I like, I think I like put my arm up in like some sort of like. Woohoo type thing and I totally fell off. You pulled it you pulled a bender from the breakfast club. (laughs) Yeah. I like totally just wiped out, fell on my back, and I was like, Yeah, the the worst was is when you're you're skating there on a Friday night and you know you're trying to impress the ladies or (laughs) or the boys and and everyone stands on the wall and they put their hands out and you slap a root. For some reason, a high five to a girl back in the day was like the coolest thing ever. And if you fell in front of that wall, forget about it. You're gonna get made fun of for like, you're the kid who fell. He's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the small things in the area that just keep us going. But yeah, I'm really happy that that's back in the area too. And we've um, sort of pivot. And when I say pivot, I just immediately think of. Uh, pivot. Yeah, yeah, pivot, pivot. <laughs> so, and that's like the word that has been used all the time during this pandemic. But we've, yep. we've, we're community based. We're used to being out in the community, and we can't. So we purchased a, a license for a virtual scavenger hunt app. So we do monthly scavenger hunts, and the whole point of it is to be, get people to get to know Schuylkill County. So it's you know it could be something like go take your picture on the trail, and I connect them like. Yeah, right to the Visitors Bureau website. Well, we got a project them. for you, let me tell you. You ever hear yeah. the geocache thing? It's very similar yeah. to that, yeah. yeah. Not funny story, but I almost got shot geocaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't yet to hear anybody being shot doing our... our so, right behind things. Home Depot, like on that hillside, there's a geocache. So, all of me and my friends, it was hot. It was really hot. It was like sundown. We already found like 16 that day. So, we're like, let's just do one more. So, we drive my buddy's Jeep up there. Apparently, that's a really big like drug drop off space so the cops were watching it so we drive up there they see the jeep drive up there immediately like (laughs) got him so half of us are in the jeep in the air conditioning the other half of us are like crawling through these like sticker bushes trying to find this on our phones it's not going well (laughs) 
cops pull up, lights on, immediately jump out of the car, guns out, and they like they're pulling everyone out of the jeep, and we're still in the bushes. Like, do we just go down the hill? Do like we abandon our friends right now? That's and a school county way. Like, and then, okay. and then my friend, the rock. Like, my one like very very moral friend is like, no, we have to go out there. So he starts walking out, and then we're like, great, now we have to walk out. So we're crawling out of the bushes. The cops don't know there's kids in the bushes, so now they're freaking panicking. Guns immediately pointed at us, and we're like, uh oh. I would have stayed right in that bush. <laughs> right? And, like, I had brand new khakis on. <laughs> brand new khakis on. <laughs> Stupid decision. But so the cops are all like, get on the ground. And I'm, like, in a push-up position. Because uh. I'm like, if I ruin these khakis, my mom's going to kill me. Like, brand new. Coal dust everywhere. So I'm like, I don't really want to actually get on the ground. But, like, I will I will assume the push-up position. I'm in the push-up position. Later, I just thought, like, he had a taser or something. Cops like, do you want to get shot? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> my, like, my I can't brother. get blood on these khakis. <laughs> my one friend just like grabs my arm and pulls it out. I like collapse on the ground. That's when like the other cop realizes like these are just dumb kids looking for a geocache. Oh so they're like, all right, you guys can get up. Like, sorry about all of this. And the cop's like, my coffee is sitting at the bottom of this road. Do not run it over. So we're like, all right, we've got to get out of here. Almost run his coffee over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there is geocaching. Well, <laughs> and I will say, don't that go behind Home Depot. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of our missions are going to put your life in danger that, that I'm aware of. It's still one of my friend's <laughs> favorite stories. So we're like, why would you say not really when there's a gun drawn? I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> not really. <laughs> But if you uh, go to schoolvision.com, <laughs> Schuylkill Goose Chase, you'll be able to participate, and we could talk about how you could partner with other, other organizations <laughs> to do mm. some safe hunts. <laughs> Exciting. I include the police in this one. <laughs> <laughs> go to this location, bust these kids. <laughs> that's super exciting. It's fun for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Dying geocaching. That, that's. Yeah. Oh so what we need that's what we need the news. I mean it's really funny in like retrospect but <laughs> in the moment it was interesting. <laughs> you would have been calling me an hour later. Can you come back? I would I never left the bush. I was never going to know I was there. <laughs> like I so said, Monty City kid, I would have ran. <laughs> I guess the big question is like had the khakis. Yeah, did they survive? No, they got stained. Like that was the end. Of it. As soon as he pulled my arm out and I collapsed, there was just cold, there was like cold dirt spots all over it. You're like, you might as well shoot me now because my mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> got who home wears khakis to go geocache? <laughs> it wasn't a planned question. It wasn't planned. There just happened to be one like right next to my friend's house, and that just that that, that changed the entire ball. yeah. It was like, well, we found one. We can find more, and they're all like super easy to find. And then now we're in the coal hills trying to find rock. You went, you went to Haven, right? No. So we only did the local. No, like, one. like in school, you went. No, to, I went to Pottsville. Pottsville. These Pottsville kids in their khakis. <laughs> we, don't, we don't get khakis in Monty City. <laughs> so good. All right, let's let's get on there. Do you have anything else? Nope, I'm good. Thank all you. Right. Okay. I'm Sco Susan Bozak from the Schuylkill County Therapeutic Riding Program. We provide uh, horseback therapy for um, physically, mentally, and uh, emotionally disturbed children. Not disturbed, I'm sorry to say challenged students. And uh, we have all ages from five up to, we had a 71-year-old man last year uh, who was riding. So it's any ages. Um, our basic need is that we have to take care of our horses all year round. We only have a six-month program. 
but the horses like to eat, <laughs> and uh, you know, and be taken horses. care of all, all year round. Um, and it's been a challenge this last two years to get the funding because a lot of the fundraisers we did we can't do any mm -hmm. and it this last year and this year. So it's it's nice. We didn't know about Schuylkill Gives last year, and it was nice. Mandy has brought this to our attention. She's come to a lot of meetings to help us out, and I really appreciate her help with it. And uh, hopefully we can we can get some money going. We have two programs, one outside of Friedensburg, uh, and we have one in Ringtown that Wendy Schwartz runs up there. And, uh, you know, it's if you've ever have time, come out and see it. Uh, we The kids have a good time. We have kids who started out when they were really young who are riding independently now. They can, they can, uh, and they, some of them even have gotten their own horses and have gone on to help us as volunteers. And if you ever have any time, uh, we sometimes need at least three people for each child that we have because one leads the horse if they can't do it themselves and we sometimes need two sidewalkers, one on each side of the child to make sure they don't fall off or if they need physical support. So it's, it's, it's a matter of a funding plus getting volunteers to come there and, and help us out. How many horses do you have? We have five at Friedensburg, and she has five of her own up, up at uh, Ringtown. Now, we own the ones that are at Friedensburg uh, and have to take care of them also. Uh, the, the owner before sold the farm, and the people that are there now um, just rent us the, the area. So we have to take care of them. And I have a, a lady who uh, feeds them in the morning, feeds them at night, and mucks the stalls. And... Uh, all she does get get for that is uh, board for her horse, and we take care of her okay. horse. So she's a very dedicated person. I'm hoping uh, she lasts for a couple more years <laughs> because she is an older person. What, what's her, her name by chance? Uh, Peg Richardson. Okay, because there's a lady in Ringtown who owns horse. I don't know if she still does because she's getting up there. Uh, Florence, her name was? I know. She she had she I think she had like four or five horses. We used to go up and uh, help her take care of her horse. She had like I think four or five horses and a pony, like a mm -hmm. like a miniature pony, um, that was blind. And the first time I ever I'd never been around a horse in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, hey, just go over there, open that door, and the the horses were all outside. And she's like, open the door. There's a bucket right outside, and just bring it in. So I go over, I slide the door open, and this just horse <laughs> just stuck his face because he knew that we're there, so we have food. Yeah. And I didn't realize, like, <laughs> when you're not, you've never been around a horse, and then you get near a full-grown horse, you're like, these are monsters. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was super intimidated. I was like, I don't know if I could do this. So, like, <laughs> I was like, because they will, they like, they won't, but I'm like, they're so big, like, they're just intimidating. Um I think she had all females except one. She had a male horse, and I went. I was in there cleaning the stall. I hate. I freaked out because I seen every horrible video of a horse kicking someone through a wall. You know, like all I'm thinking Looney Tunes. You know, um, and I go in and I'm doing the stall, and I'm just like pushing his like. Hip. I'm like, please go. I, I'll rather you bite me than kick me. And uh, he like turns a little bit and he puts his foot on top of my foot. Oh, and I was like, hurts. I'm done, I'm done. But like, <laughs> I guess he felt I was there and he didn't put any pressure on. And then I kind of just like made eye contact with us. And I think his name was Joe. I was like, please don't step down, Joe. <laughs> I need that. And I was just like, let me just get my foot out. And he got my foot out and he kind of like did like a nod at me. I was like, 
<laughs> he's way smarter than I'm giving him credit for. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just really cool to help out and like take care of the horses and help clean them and feed them and stuff and like brush them and all that. It was a really cool experience. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, our students do that. Those who can. I mean, we have some who are more handicapped, but those who can uh, help take care of the horses. They come and they groom them and they help saddle them up and they learn about how to take care of the horses. Also, you know, it's it's not just uh, pony rides that we give. They learn how to to steer the horses and and how to take care of them and and that kind of thing. Perfect. That's really cool. And that's probably the biggest injury we have because if you don't watch, we have one some that are, are bigger horses with bigger feet. That's the thing you have to watch out the most because yeah. you're going to get stepped on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, it's it's a cool. Now you said you you're always looking for like volunteers and stuff as well to yes. come up and. And you don't have to like horses. You don't have to. You don't have to have a. You might have to like kids. Like kids. We have a lot of the horses. A lot of our 4-H kids or people who have horses are the ones we have lead the horses. So then other people like Amanda's mom has been with us for years. Forever. And uh, she has missed like family events because <laughs> she like she'll miss work, but she won't miss a Wednesday night volunteer opportunity. Yeah. And she's a sidewalker, but she had wanted to learn how to lead the horses. So if we're stuck, she can lead one of the horses also for us. I, th I think the thing that we, I think a lot of people are doing now in the pandemic is they're, they're stepping out of their comfort zone. So it's, I think a lot of, and it's all ages. People are like, you know what? Like this pandemic has taught me anything. It's just like anything can be taken away at any time. Your, your, your ability to go do stuff, see people, experience things. So if, if you're, it, it sounds crazy to say, but like if you're ever like, I would love to be around horses or take care of horses. Like yeah. this is an opportunity now in the area. You can go volunteer your time and, and, and help a great cause and, and, and experience that. Like that's something I did at a young age. That I never thought I was going to, it was kind of like, like we're going to go help her out. She's a friend of the family. <laughs> She's going to go do this. And I'm, I was a kid like, I'm not going to take care of someone's horse. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, go ahead, go help her out. And I went, I was like, oh, I'm really glad I did that. Cause I, I, there's, it's like, it's an animal I never thought I'd work with or be around. And out of all the horses, I think the one that became the best friend and this, the pony was like me and it bit everybody. <laughs> and me and this pony were like best friends. Post I don't know. Whisper. Yeah. Was, like, <laughs> I was the pony whisperer. And I was like, you're more my size. You're little. Yeah, I'd, put, I'd put her, I had her droppers in her eyes and then. Yeah. Well, and I think like the interesting experience, my mom likes horses and my aunt. So that's how my mom got involved. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's 10, 15 oh, years. Yeah. She's been doing <laughs> it a long, been there time. For a long time. I think I, I lost track of how many times she's missed my stuff for, <laughs> <laughs> which this even makes it harder for this because I am a director of a nonprofit doing the same event, trying to help my mom's favorite organization. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, mom, you could ask our family for the donations. I'll ask another family. <laughs> but um, she, it started that my mom just, I think, like looked at an opportunity to volunteer with horses and it has become so much, she's on the board. Yeah. She um, talks about, my, my stepfather, my late stepfather was involved with it. Uh, my yeah, aunt and uncle. But it like, it started with, she was interested in being around horses. And <laughs> now she like tells me like, she talks about these kids like, we're supposed to know them by their <laughs> Johnny did this or that. I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are, but like, like I said, I mean, Wednesdays, I know, just don't even bother. There's, she's plans every Wednesday from June well, it's very June, rewarding, like with her. She can see the progression of some of these kids. I mean, we have all kinds, and you can see how they progress, and they learn to control their own horse, and they learn how to brush their horse, mm -hmm. you know, and they get socialization where, where the, sometimes this is the only thing they do. You know, and they get confidence that they can do this. 
So it's, it's, a, it's a very rewarding. I've been doing it probably 35 years. And uh, it's a very rewarding experience. Horses are actually on the list for uh, a therapy animal. Yeah. Like they're one of the animals that you can register as a, like there's a story I was just listening to where I guess a lady like brought her horse now, when you think horse, like it's not like a full size horse, it's like <laughs> yeah. a miniature horse. Yeah. But she was trying to bring her horse into like a doctor's appointment, and the lady's like, "No, <laughs> like you can't bring that horse in here." And they're like, "I'm suing." And then she's like, and then she found out that a horse is well, part of this. Horse. Yeah. 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 Southwest, why can't I bring my horse on this yeah. plane? Yeah. <laughs> her therapy horse tried to bring oh, yeah, it on the, the flight. Little, the little one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't want to bring out some of ours. Listen, <laughs> luggage gets heavy sometimes. <laughs> I need this mule. It I need a horse for my podcast. I can just load them all up <laughs> my podcast bags. Get a therapy. Like the horse. mountains of Peru, you got yeah. your pack long. <laughs> and I can get like I used to have a Saint Bernard and we used to, we used to put the barrel on him. Feel it with, like, like drop yingling. one of the mics in there. <laughs> feel it with Yingling. Like, his name was Cujo too. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a good guy. But all right, we'll, we'll swing back to you here. All right, so in case everyone's forgot, my name's Walter <laughs> Davis. I'm part of the Schuylkill County Conservancy. Uh, You're trying to raise money for new khakis? <laughs> 100%. Like, every every time you go out in nature, ruin a pair of khakis. <laughs> like, we got to keep this going. But no, um, I actually got involved by accident. Um, I was talking to Porcupine Pat, who a lot of people know oh, yeah. simply by Porcupine. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, I was trying to build a trail network to connect Minersville to Schuylkillhaven through Pottsville because one of the biggest things that the city's lost when it grew was the connectivity. And that partly happened because the city used to be basically like six small towns that just slowly turned into something. So when I was talking to Pat about it, he was really like, no, this is what we need like on our board. So I ended up attending some board meetings and from there got inducted into the board. But we've really lost a lot of momentum when the pandemic started like we were about to break ground on the trail to connect where the existing jfk trail is in pottsville to the school district where all the schools are and that was going to bring the trail itself from half a mile to a mile and a half and as soon as like everything was just going perfect and smooth sailing, all of a sudden like lockdown and all of a sudden everyone's priorities just shifted. And like, we're joking about like pivot, but like that is such a key part of this because everyone was immediately like any extracurriculars canceled. All we're going to worry about is like, how do we make it through next week? Yeah. And just like, although that was part of like the school board and the city and all of their direction, it also affected like the conservancy as a whole. Like all of a sudden we didn't know if any of the grants or any of the donations that we use to fund things were going to come in. We didn't know if we were going to have a membership base. We didn't know how hard this was going to impact the people that were part of the conservancy to the point where we didn't realize that it was going to affect our board members. Like we've had board members that had to step down because of health complications. And it really did turn out to be an event that no one could have predicted. But part of that, has highlights out of all of this like we've taken that time to refocus and to to do things that we didn't have time to do before and instead of having all of our events and all of our bird walks and things like that now we have that time to prioritize and start putting back together things that haven't been like our bylaws and we didn't have a website so we started developing a website and part of school gives that makes it so 
easy for us is like we all mentioned where you have one website that you put your card information in and you can do donations and when you don't have a website having that out like that option makes it so easy for those who want to donate to donate and that was one of the big reasons why we realized we needed a website because it's hard for people to make donations because right now we have our PO box and everything goes there and everything gets sent out as mail and everything comes in as mail. Whereas there's no, there's no way for you to pay online. There's no way for anyone to do anything paperless. So it's, it's been a, a long year and there's been some shortfalls within that year, but there's also been some highlights and some things that you don't realize that you took for granted. But now that you realize that it really, it really changes your focus and the primary objective of what you're doing. Yeah. The, the big thing is with this pandemic too, is I feel like a lot of uh, what we're doing now is with businesses and just being out and, and, and exploring your communities and doing stuff with your friends. Everyone's looking for that outdoor thing now. Like outdoor seating was something we like, Oh, you go to the city, you get to sit outside. Yeah. And it, like now every small business in yep. this area, you can go and sit outside. Like it's an option. Well, and like one of the things that we did with the money we raised last year was we built the planners that are outside of the library in Pottsville. And part of that was like let's just see how this goes let's see how the community reacts to it and like slowly injecting like that greenery and that that tactile feel of like if you rub your hand down the plant or you feel the plants or whatever but that was also to foreshadow that one of the things we were working with was making the pocket park that's going across from the library it's going to be called discovery park and that is going through with the city is developing that but that was kind of just like a illusion like a a foreshadowing of like this is what it's going to be but let's see how the community responds to it and then it went a step further and we started working with like the theater and we built the tree surround to make that part of downtown more attractive and to kind of change the dynamics of it and a step further we're working with pillager road to do another tree surround there but we're going to incorporate that into like their outdoor seating and things like that but things like that like they cost money they yeah. cost time they cost they cost things that we need and when your organization is all of a sudden every penny matters and we don't know if we're going to have as many members as last year we don't know if we're going to have grants that's where you you get that contraction where all of a sudden it's okay how do we fund things like this and our membership today is stable but it's down from what it was last year and things like that we we expected but we didn't expect like things like some of the grants to not come in or them to come in late and like we all said, like you still have bills. You still, mm -hmm. we still have our insurance for all of our events that we didn't do. Mm -hmm. We still have everything and it's, you can't drop it. You can't just be like, well, you know, we didn't do any events, so we're not going to pay our insurance next month. Like <laughs> it's, it's not how it works. Yeah. But. Uh, but the other thing is like, we're really just trying to pivot and start really engaging with our membership and having them involved in things. And like one of the things you guys were doing at Google Vision was like the scavenger hunt. So we got stickers made that are, it says our Google. So they're sending, they're going to be sent out with our membership cards where the whole idea is basically to like make a flat Stanley. So like when you go hiking, like you hold up like your sticker and like take a, like a selfie with the sticker at the trailhead and then like our Google hikes or mm -hmm. you're going fishing and our Google fishes or whatever, if you're planting trees or whatnot but like the whole idea is to like kind of broaden it and in a sense of like you don't know what you have until you look kind of to make it a bigger image of like this is everything that we do and this is everything 
from everyone else's point of view. Like, this is what our membership does, not what we do, because we can only do so much. Like, there's only a couple of us. So it's really what our membership does and what they want to do. Now, is your trails also, are they, would they be considered like bike trails as well? As well or are these just so walking trails? So that trail, we don't have any development on it as of now because of everything, but it was a walking, biking trail. Um, it was partnering with the Schuylkill River Trail um, because they're essentially like a trail highway. Like they go from Philadelphia to Frackville. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, their whole thing is follow the river. Yeah. <laughs> and part of that with the city is like when you follow the river, you, you only go the width of it. But the city is a mile long and only less than a half mile wide. So when you only bisect it, you miss everything. You miss Mart's Hall. You miss downtown. You miss all of that. And especially like pulling in with Minersville, like they already had the bike community. They already have like the, the bike trails in the woods. They already have the skate park. They have things like that. And it was really like, how do we connect them to it? How do we... How do we get them to be part of this too? Because like growing up in St. Clair, I used to bike down the highway to get to Pottsville. Like that's not safe. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't advise anyone to do it, but we did it and kids do it all the time. Like, yeah. and it was really like, how do we, how do we connect things without you driving? And especially for kids where they don't have options, if their mom and dad are at work or like the Penn State students, like when they come from the city, they don't have cars. So you're stuck on campus. And if you walk from campus, you have a little bit of a hike to get downtown in Haven and you're crossing the highway and things like that. So it was really like, how do we connect those kids that don't see what the, like the county as a whole has to offer out of it? Like, how do you get them out of that bubble and actually let them experience it? And as a graduate from there, like I saw firsthand what those kids saw. And it's not that the campus doesn't have enough to offer. It's just you're stuck. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of like being quarantined in your house. Your house is great until you're stuck there. And yeah. then you're just like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> like, but well, it's, it's yeah. exciting. Cause I actually just had an opportunity a couple weeks ago to inter uh, have uh, Alan on who's opening yep. up Pottsville Cycle. Yeah. Yep. And it's cool to hear like these, all these trails are opening up because that goes hand in hand with his business where now you can get a bike from a downtown Pottsville thing. I had a long talk with him when he first was floating the idea around. And the big thing with, with Alan was like, we're working on the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're the people version of this and I'm the, the infrastructure aspect of this. And like, we need to work together basically, not in the sense of like you help fund it or me help fund you, but in the sense of like, you need to tell me what you need and I need to tell you what I need. Like we, we're all working on the same thing, but the conservancy is more than just a trail. Like a big part of conserving is knowledge and, we used to because of the COVID and stuff, <laughs> but there's so many educational programming that the Conservancy Board does, and that's a huge amount of their time and going to the schools. Like most of it in our county, any time that you're in like elementary school and someone came in and was like talking about woodpeckers, that was probably us. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. Like any nature, anything, it was either the conservation district or the conservancy. I was all and, about it until he brought that snake out. <laughs> so he's like, you can get like, Ben Porcupine Pet. Yeah, exactly. Like you as, keep that thing away from me. But, I, I'm not a snake person. I was like, oh cool, a porcupine. Like, don't touch it. He's like, this is like a bird. And you're like, awesome. He's like, this is a bulb constrictor. <laughs> I'm going back to class. But yeah, no, and, and on top of that, like the mushroom hikes and the bird walks and things like that. And we, uh, like our forestry committee, like they just planted a ton of trees downtown in Oregsburg and things like that. But like, you don't really see that. Like, as far as like what the conservancy does, like you don't see what we do every day, but like we're always out there doing something. If, <laughs> if we built a, a Schuylkill County Mount Rushmore, do you, <laughs> Porcupine Pat's definitely got to be on it, right? Like, yes, yeah. Like he's got notoriety. Like, 
<laughs> and it's funny because he only lives like I don't know, 10 houses down from me, and I never knew it. Like, really? Yeah, in retrospect, I 100% should have known it, but never knew it. We got to do another podcast, me, you, and Porcupine. <laughs> he also, like, always mentions the fact that he's not originally from here, but yep. everybody knows him. Like, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. If you went to school it, in, in this now. area, you know Porcupine. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like part of your curriculum. Yeah, there's two things that every school was looking forward to. It was Porcupine Pat Day and the day they brought the big tent thing in that you blow up and everyone <laughs> runs underneath. <laughs> like, as an elementary school kid, you're like, we're doing the parachute day, day and Porcupine <laughs> Pat? This is going to be the greatest day of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, it's super exciting. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that the trails, like the opening of those trails and the biking. Um, one of the things I kind of got to learn a little bit with, like, the beer podcast and realizing is, the bike trails in that community that's in that. And now that we have the breweries in this town too, like one of the big things they do, and it's not just like riding your bike drunk, but like what they do is they do these trails, <laughs> but they end up their trail at like a brewery and that's yeah. where they get yeah. their food and they hang yeah. out. And that's like the end stop. So what they'll do is like they'll park their cars at the brewery, they'll bike all around the area and they go to cities like Philly and they, they go to those cities because there was not many things in this area for us, for them to do that. But now you have like the three breweries here. Minersville has uh, the Little Brown Barrel, which is like yep. a beautiful building with great food and uh, like the, the beer scene and stuff. And so it's it's cool that that's all kind of blending in as well. Like every and like all the pieces are like they also the are at it uh, recently a beer garden yep. as part of their I think this yeah weekend, I, yeah just this I mean, weekend very recent yes. yeah yeah. So it's kind of cool that like all these smaller pieces of different communities and things that complement each other so well are all like coming together. Yeah no and like it is it is a lot of a lot of networking and like you, you you don't realize that someone's doing the same thing you are until you get referred to them basically mm -hmm. like some one of your friends is like hey you and so and so that's how i ended up meeting alan like it was complete accident i ended up talking to him and i was like wow like this is this is literally a match yeah, but that's how i met tim mingle everyone's like <laughs> you need to meet tim you're like yep. the like the same person and yeah we're like best friends now that's but, awesome and it's just it's little things and with like the trail it was about connectivity and putting that nature back in because especially where the trail is supposed to run like it's very dense city blocks and it's it's hard for like a perfect example it's like someone on guinea hill to go down to downtown because you don't have that connection anymore there mm -hmm. is no staircase that brought you right down to garfield square so you really get like self-isolation where each of those communities have their own playgrounds they have their own whatever so those kids hang out with those kids and the trail was really to kind of like unify everyone and make it so that people come together and work together. But on top of that, like to bring the nature back in like a very eloquent way. And that was the same idea with like the planter boxes and the tree surrounds and things like that. And really to slowly get people to like realize how much they like it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause when you kind of like try to like jam it down their throat, they're like build more houses. But then when yeah. you're like, but look at this park and like with the city, like with the discovery park and, like talking to the city about it and, and the development of it and really working through that. But that also led to like, okay, well, how can we take what you built with the planners and transfer that to like the beer garden that's going between like Hucklebucks and like the Chinese restaurant? And it was like, okay, well, they have a ton of impervious coverage, so we can break that up by building massive planners and filling it with like succulents or something that's like real low maintenance, but still putting that like greenery downtown, but not doing it in a way that like, we're going to have huge maintenance costs and mm -hmm. it's a lot of work, but it's, it's neat. Yeah. I, I love, like, I think one of the big things in the area that people are like, Oh, I can't wait for like the fall or the summertime. We can we go to Jim Thorpe for the day and we walk around and just experience that town. And I'm like, I love Jim Thorpe, 
but there's no reason that every other town in this area can't be doing that yeah. as well because yeah. every town has their history every town has mm -hmm. these awesome like and the fact that these small businesses and there's people who are looking to make things look better and appease like appease yeah. that and and you can do all this really fun stuff is exciting to hear that like even though this time of COVID was a time where people could have been like, oh man, it's over, we're struggling. It's these, like you guys are all coming together as a, as, a, as a collective and you're raising money for one another to help build these areas up. So our area beca can become like the Jim Thorpes of the area and we can bring tourism in and people and outside people and the people who are here to really cherish it and enjoy it. Um, it's, it's, it's exciting to hear the like what what like hearing like people are like the pivoting like you guys are ready to you know, <laughs> yeah just. well also i think just hearing like some of those ideas i've worked a lot on like walkability and, and bikeability and like um lately my my soapbox thing has been that you can get from 183 to 61 in haven without stopping yep. if you get the light and Stoyers. but if you just added things like flower boxes or trees um, you know, anything that's going to like almost road diet yep. and slow cars yep. down, that's like a benefit. So putting flower boxes in Orgsburg or in Pottsville, well, like, and now that's like, like with it's a safety thing. Where we put the planners the for the library was intentional because the whole idea was like, how do we how do we liven up that part? Because you have that one way and it's a very fast one way mm -hmm. that comes to a major intersection. And people didn't walk down the library side yeah. because it wasn't, it was the wider sidewalk, but it wasn't a safer sidewalk. Yeah. So by putting those there, you basically created a barrier and now you have like the perceived safety of, okay, I can walk here because people have this like, I don't know what the real word is, but like sociological, like, like survival mechanism where they walk along walls. So yeah. you have the library wall, but then there's nothing. So if a car did come, where you bail like how do you bail out yeah. of that scenario so they'd walk on the other side because at worst case scenario they can walk into the grass lot yeah and so it was really like twofold of like let's see how they respond to this because originally we were supposed to do five and i was like let's see if we can take care of two and then we'll go from there <laughs> and it was actually a good good start because the city was doing the sidewalk project so everything had to get moved and things like that so two is definitely a good number and there were some challenges with watering it and maintaining it so but it did shift people's behavior from walking on the other side to okay now we can walk on this side and to the extent i don't know if it was perfect but yeah but i think if we can make our communities more walkable like yeah. i am i'm always surprised when i say like i walk somewhere and people are like you walked here yeah or like, do you want to yeah. ride back? I'm like, it was four blocks. Yeah, no, so I like, did it no, intentionally. I like, do, I like, didn't. Yeah, I don't need to drive that far. Um, so like just making that, yep. you know, and getting people out in their communities more. Well, and it's funny because me and my girlfriend are looking for a house and we have a specific three block radius that we're looking at. And everyone's like, why are you so specific? I was like, because we can walk to everything <laughs> from those blocks. <laughs> and it was like, it's not because I don't like parking. It's not because of anything, but like, I don't need to drive. Yeah. Like realistically if i don't need to i shouldn't be yeah and like when we do go to the city we walk everywhere yeah like we'll park probably illegally in the ramada parking lot but <laughs> yeah or like the wells fargo a lot that's where i normally do i just got a 35 dollars ticket <laughs> 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 but yeah no and it's 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 a much nicer experience when you're walking versus when you're driving because when you're driving like you're really just focused about getting there you don't care about anything going yeah. on around you but like when you're walking like you notice the little details you yeah. notice like the flowers in the windows or whatever but 
And that is something that like the pandemic did shift, like having the outdoor seating, like especially when they closed the alley for wheel and made that outdoor seating. That was um, awesome. That was a yeah, cool idea. No, and like that was super cool. And it's one of those like we know like inevitably it's gonna go back to a road when this is all over. But like that was a really cool experience. But more than that, you saw so many businesses buying like flower planters and like pots and things like that and putting them outside and like it really does create more of like a i don't want to say cozy because that's probably the wrong word but like a livable neighborhood and like somewhere you want to walk around and i like you know i hope it doesn't go away when it's over that's my one thing i always say i'm like it would be great if this stuff continues (laughs) Um, yeah i think it's becoming the norm i think people are it's like, like it just seems like I was up in the New England states years ago, like in October, and I was like stopped at a beach, and I couldn't believe how many people in October were sitting on yep. beach chairs bundled up, like still outside. Or like we went to, um, was it Walden Pond or Walden Lake? Um, and people in October are <laughs> are swimming. Like, you know, there was like, it was, it, it seemed like like a scene out of Cocoon. Like it was all these, <laughs> like this older group of gentlemen like that were, but I was like, this doesn't happen. We all like go indoors and don't leave. Yep. Like, I hope we can get to that point where we're continuing to enjoy the well, it's really like amenities if, we have in Schuylkill County. If it's a worthwhile walk, you'll do it. But if it's not, like if, if you have a barren block and yeah. it's just meant for cars, like why walk? Yeah. And that's really like the big, thing and we're we're trying we're trying little things like like with the planners but yeah and we did that in haven um they want to put a walking bridge from island park over but it's going to take a few years to do that so i said let's do a walking route that leaves at island park and connects you downtown and it's it's 1.2 miles Mm -hmm. it's nothing um but i said this is a band-aid this you know i mean i'd love to see people continue to do that when the bridge is there but like this People is a very expensive bridge. <laughs> yeah. Can I say? Think about putting signs up, you know, for the foliage and animals or anything like that at different places. My grandson. Like the native species? Yeah. I, I just went to a park with my grandson um, for last week, and they had all these signs up. About, a little closer to the mic, oh, so we can hear you. Sorry. All these signs up about there's snakes here there's garter snakes here there's don't like that <laughs> like, yes i want he's like signs. he's like thanks for the warning <laughs> yeah. i don't like this parking and there's here, here but he wanted to stop at all those signs and he wanted to see now the animals weren't there yeah but they told you that these animals you could were, see that you could yeah. see these at if you stay there time. long enough they will show you know, <laughs> so that might be a nice thing to put in the trail especially if yeah. you put them down low enough the kids he wanted to go there again and again you know it's, he, he really was interested in that and all these all these towns have these cool stories. You know yep. what I mean? Like yeah. like hundred percent one of the things that we're trying to do in Ringtown like that we're gonna do with the, the, the shop is like like obviously like every the spooky stuff brings stuff in like the yeah. the, the Ringtown Witch story. Uh-huh. Like that's a big thing. Like all these towns have these cool like where a president was a standing president was in Pottsville at one point that's in time. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, you know, yeah. Muhammad Ali used to go to you know the doctor's office in Monty City before he would train to go back to Deer Lake. You know, like you know what I mean. Like, there's all these really cool things in the area that people aren't even aware that exist, and little placards to stop and read would be really fun. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Can I say like this has been so nice to talk mm. to people who are positive about the <laughs> county? Yes. because I think when we're, you're running your nonprofit, um, as as all of us, you know, do. You, there's so much you have to work on. There's so there's such a uphill battle. It's so many things that to be be in a room with people who are excited about Schuylkill County and its potential and what we can offer and what our community can do. 
we should do this more often. I yeah. it, well, it, it, I think it, the big thing yeah. is the people that love the county aren't vocal about it. Right. Or they're part of something, but they don't know about the rest of it. Like one of the biggest things that I took away when I was talking to Alan is there's so many bike enthusiasts that think they're the only one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's one of those like you aren't, but you don't know about anyone else. And it's funny because like in such a connected world, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or whatever, we don't know about a lot of things. And it's... It, until you really kind of like put the axe to the grindstone and start digging in yeah. and when you start like making yourself part of things that's when you really realize everything that's out there and that takes a lot of like personal dedication and personal work to find things yeah. out yeah and, I, and i've heard that start, like quite yeah. a few times like people always say to me like oh how do you know about this stuff i'm like <laughs> well i researched it i mean not only for my job but i don't want to sit at home every day yeah. well, but like i'm constantly exactly. finding like like an example today, um, they have the little rail cars going th in from Cresona to Tama uh, to Jim Thorpe. I can every year this is happening, and I can never find the information. I get like snippets, but I was like, all right, at least I know this time I might see them go past my house. <laughs> I would love to like if they would just open up the train track. Like if I could take a train from Monty City or Frackville to Possible for the day, and well, then take a train back home. Like yeah, like how awesome would that be? You gotta walk home. Yeah. Well, now you guys build a, like, yeah. <laughs> those trail, the trail. the trails are great, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> no. but, I think yeah. it's it's going to be interesting because you're seeing more and more of the train opportunities across yeah. the state, and even like they are now doing the one from Tamaqua that's going to go to Jim Thorpe, and it used to be just like the fall foliage one, but yeah. that's going all summer long now. Um, and I live in Haven right along the tracks and I was just saying something, I'm like, the passenger train is constantly going empty. I don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. with it, but they're constantly out running them. So mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, maybe what are they going to do? That would be really yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is, uh, there's a lot of people in the area who are like, man, this area sucks or this area stinks. It's like, it's easy to say that it, it's always easy to be the negative person or, but it takes the work to say, I'm I'm here. I don't plan like like I always say, and I'm I'm dead serious. I say like if I ever like were to hit the lottery or come across, like I wouldn't leave this area. Yeah. Buy the Yingling Mansion. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave here. Like yeah. I, the fact that like I can. That's right. Yeah, I could be on the side of the road stranded, and I guarantee within 15, 20 minutes, yep. some stranger's gonna stop well, and be like, "Hey, that's the, that's the thing." Like I grew up in Jersey. I moved out here. We've been here for like eleven years, and you see the contrast and sometimes it does take people like leaving the area and realizing everything that was there and the sense of community and like their roots and everything for them to come back and realize like this was so worth it mm -hmm. and sometimes you do have to let people go through that but yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely nice to be around people yeah. who are all like-minded and take pride in their area and it's it's you hear the term skook and it's and you take it with a badge of honor and not a, 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 like initially initially yeah. it wasn't yeah. <laughs> like initially it was like the definition the urban definition was like a bush, bush party, party. Like whatever but it has it has evolved into like uh, almost party. like a positive <laughs> when i oh, started <laughs> i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but, uh, <laughs> but like like when I started working at Vision and had the youth summit and they, they it's called like the website is skookyouth.com. I was like, what? What yeah. are you using this term for? And it has had now like this positive spin that I, I'm glad. But I think like once we start, you have more people putting those positive spins on. I will give one example. Um, last week, Tanya and I were talking about... <laughs> She's <laughs> laughing already. <laughs> Tanya went to um, Renegar's Farmer Market in Flea. Um, <laughs> 
but she didn't call it that. And it's I, a local term. I, <laughs> I like it's it's only ever going to be the auction. Don't you know? Dirt mall. Dirt mall. <laughs> that's what we call it. But so I'm trying. So all of you can please just start saying farmer, Renninger's Farmers Market and Flea to make that come <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. But write like, it on your hand. <laughs> but like that kind of stuff that like, cleans up it. Cleaning yeah. up the words cleans up the yeah. area. Well, can I, I tell you one thing though? So you know, something I found a while ago. Um, there's actually the word uh, skook is kind of in the dictionary. It's skookum. And it's North American, and it's an adjective that means strong, brave, or impressive. I just wanted to add. She's talking about me. Yeah. It's in the Oxford uh, dictionary. When I think skook, like how you said before, like bush parties and stuff. Like, sure, that's a thing. But like, I think the biggest thing that that comes with our area is community. And it, it, you can be complete strangers, but it's very, it's not hard to find like-minded people who have the same passion of mm-hmm. community and and being one with each other and 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 have large gatherings like everything in our area has always been about let's have a lot of people in one area and let's get to know each other and if there's a beer involved so be it but like (laughs) but you know what i mean it helps but like that's always been the thing like growing up the biggest things that ever happened in our area were the community events everyone like was looking forward to block parties they were looking forward when they did like the town-wide you know shut down the streets and have everyone go and they had vendors and stuff like people like that like yard sales even going into like boilo like the whole point was you're making a drink for everyone mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, so when I think of Scoop, that's what I think. I just think of community, yeah. and it, it's 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 good to to find like-minded people. But um, I know not everyone here that's involved for the twenty-four hour event is is represented. Is there any other places that we have off the top of our head Ooh. that can? Oh my yeah, gosh. there's a lot. There we go. She's about to speed read. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had it pulled up, and I probably took it down. You guys want to talk amongst yourselves for yeah. a second? I'll, I'll pull um, it up. Yeah, like very, going on what you were saying. Yeah. I went to a trail summit two years ago. It was in Shippensburg, I want to say. And I actually ran into the guy who owned the company that did our revitalization study. Oh, wow. And he said our biggest hurdle as a community was the perception of that community. And mm-hmm. like he's gone to multiple trainings and taught multiple cities on like how their frontline workers whether that be like the the waitress or the bartender or the the whoever the receptionist at your hotel or whatever like how to train them so that when mm-hmm. someone says like what's there to do around here they don't respond with like yeah. nothing yeah yeah <laughs> or that's huge. go see yingling and like that changing that and like it's even harder for us like even when like the dirt mall example like mm. it's hard like you you've said the same thing for so long yeah and like I've even been victim of like someone says like what's they're doing you say nothing but like it's not true you just you basically like get programmed. There's a lot of really cool stuff in the area that like I'm I have never done like I've never done the, the mansion the Yingling tour. Oh my gosh, I've never I done it for my birthday. I've actually. never done the Yingling tour. I've never I've never <laughs> done. Never done the Yingling tour. I never <laughs> throw a fit. And I and I love like I used to live down the street. I consume so, so much <laughs> Yingling and I've never done the tour. I've never done the Pioneer Tunnel. Again, okay. I've never like. There's so many cool <laughs> things. Done She's done. She's That's like go there on a hot day. Yeah, the Pioneer Tunnel is yeah. the best on like the be- the hottest humid day because it's under you know. Yo, better tunnel. Go to the one behind Walmart. 
real cold. Yeah. <laughs> I think the coolest thing I did recently, and I was I was gonna do it with the podcast, and then the, you know the pandemic hit, and I didn't get a chance to go back up. But like, I just sent him a message, and I was like, hey, I'd like to come up and see the area. And he's like, yeah, just come on up. I'll give you a tour. Uh, the the fighters heaven. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. It, oh, it, same. It's so cool. Like you're just like this is where Muhammad Ali was, and like, you can see where he his cabin was, his family's yeah. cabin was, like his mosque, like such an awesome, awesome. <laughs> you <all> right? Sneezing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you have you have the list here? Yes, I do. Awesome. So um, there are uh, no definitely over thirty. There's Tamaqua Library, St. Joseph Center, Ashland Library, Google Free Shakespeare, um, Clinical Outcomes Group, uh, the Walk In Art Center. I know is doing it. Um, A H E D D uh, Anthracite Philharmonic, uh, Assumption BVM. Um, the Downtown Shenandoah Initiative that we mentioned earlier, Dustin's Adventure, uh, Gabriel Chamber Ensemble, Helping Harvest, the Food Bank, which serves Schuylkill and Berks County, uh, Hillside SPCA. part of this entire pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jewel Women's Center, Monoy Library, uh, Nativity, Open Arms Ministries, Oregsburg, Pine Grove Historical Society, Pottsville Library, Ringtown Library. <laughs> the list goes on and on. Conservation, uh, the the County Historical Society. Well, and like the other thing, when you go onto the website, it lets you pick a category. Yeah. Which is mm. super cool. So like it, uh, you go in and it's like, what are, you, what are you looking for? Are you looking for arts? Are you looking for um, like human services? Are you looking for conservation? Are you looking for like and yeah. it? You click on it and it'll just pull up all of them, whether it's like arts and the libraries come up or the walk in arts yeah. center and like super exciting. And like you can't donate now. You can only do <laughs> it closed. on May 14th. <laughs> yeah, right. But you can they're all on there now. And the great thing is like one of the the things that you had to like have for this was a social media presence. Mm -hmm. So all everybody that's participating in this has a social media presence. Yep. So a Facebook page or an Instagram. So if you see something, you can go on, search them. And you'll find more information about the day or just about their services that they have to offer. Awesome. Well, and hopefully we'll be doing another one of these on May 14th with Tim. Yeah. So. Are you doing his podcast? Yeah. I, it's it's lined up. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a fun podcast to do. It's funny because, like, I, I, I don't lie in the same religious beliefs as Tim. <laughs> And I always joke around like, nah, he's, and he's like, you, you're more Jesus than you think you are. Like, the, joke, the joke is I'm the devil. Like that's, 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 that's Tori's amazing art of me as the devil. And uh, he's like, you're so far from that. You don't even like, I, I just lean into it would be funny, but it's, but yeah, he's, I, I love that guy to death. He's yeah. so much fun. Well, but, now that he, he got name drop a couple of times, I think he's locked in. So yeah, <laughs> yeah you're doing it. It's already, I, I don't think I'll be in the area, but if you need equipment, let me know. I'll, I'll hook you up give you some microphones. But I, I want to thank you guys. This is such a good time. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, no, I'm, time. I'm down to keep doing this. And like I said, I, I love finding more businesses out and, and learning about people and hearing. Like I started this just to learn like people's stories. And because of the area we live in, people aren't really comfortable sometimes expressing those stories because there's a lot of... There's a lot of there's a lot out there, but people because we live in that small tight kind of area where like, I'm not really comfortable telling my story to everybody, and that's completely fine. Um, so I kind of shifted, I pivoted, <laughs> and I went to like businesses and local musicians and stuff like that. And it's been I think I'm coming up my third year doing this, and just the, the the experiences I had and the people I've met, and just learning about more stuff in our communities has been really exciting. And this is a great example of that. We just all all different people. Yeah coming together 
Well, and that was the whole idea. Like, there, all of us are nonprofits, so that's what unifies us. But everyone has a different story of, especially like how the pandemic affected them and their nonprofit, or what they do with their funding, or what they need the funding for, and things like that. And that was that was kind of the whole gist of like let's let's give people an actual point of view on what we do day to day, whether that's fun repairs to the mansion or keep the lights on or feed horses. Like, yeah. I do have one more shout out. Absolutely. To Schuylkill Area Community Foundation, yeah. who actually put this together yeah. and is the one that hosts this and actually pays for the platform and does everything and, you know, organizes this. They were the ones that... So what is the website one more time for everybody? Schuylkillgives.com. Okay. And it'll only be open on May 14th. <laughs> it, it, you can go there now. It's midnight. Yeah. So you can go there now and it'll still hyperlink you to everyone. Yes. That's yeah. Yes. So yes. when you go there now, you can see everyone's landing pages. You can see all the like participating nonprofits. You can see everything. But as far as like the little donation button, zero. Yeah. May just midnight. May 14th. And, and even <laughs> uh, and I want to encourage people if, if they listen to this later or they listen to us and it's past that date. Yeah. Um, it's it's it, just because it's not the 14th. Like, oh, they're not taking money. <laughs> like, we're always taking money. Yeah, you can always help out, take money. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if I remember right from last year, the results and everything come up afterwards and go on to Google Give. So you can see like the total amount donated. Yes. You can see how many donors there were, and it breaks down everything yeah. to the point where like, last year we had what like. 566 donors or something like that. I don't recall. I thought it was like 697. It was a big number. And it's one of those things where like, even if you just look at it in like retrospect to see how involved like the community really is, it really does like change your perspective. Even if it's just for that week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was last year was, you know, first year, no one knew what they were doing. Like uh, this already is more than we did last year at this point. Like, so, um, you know, Emily and I uh, uh, last year on the day of did a couple interviews, but like nothing was like, it was just, let's, let's try this. And I think the foundation's goal was like 25,000 and they made 70,000. Yeah. It was like like, 74,000. Like a total. Holy moly. And that was with like, like it's wild. We're That's awesome. gonna try. Yeah. So this like, year, I'm, I have uh, high hopes. And the beautiful thing about it is that even though all the money stays in Schuylkill County, yes. you yep. don't have to live in Schuylkill County to yep. donate. The the idea of it being a social media platform is that you can send emails and and Facebook invites or Instagram notifications out to people all over the world. So even if the people that you know only want to support you. Yep. In your passion. Like my Nana lives in Frederick. She donated. <laughs> yep, exactly. The idea is that this reach for this 24 hours yep. is global. Yep. Yeah. Like it can go anywhere. It's just up to you. To I, I tell people all the time that when some, like I, I used to get people like, why are you, why am I getting invited to all these pages? I said, it takes you, <laughs> it costs you nothing to hit like on that page. Yeah. Like. I said, but the fact that you hit it, you now have shown another hundred people that you hit like on this yep. and it doesn't even affect your page at all. Yeah. Yep. Um, a big thing I like that I try to tell people to do is with social media, especially with Facebook is if someone invites you to an event, even if you're not going, yeah. Click interested Interest. yep. because interested will open the door for more people to see that event. Yeah. And that's small things you can do to help raise awareness yeah. for things that are in your area. Yeah. And even if you don't have $5 to donate, yeah, hitting that share, hitting that like yep. button gets the word out to that many more people. Even if it's just like you, like you personally have no interest in donating, but you mm-hmm. know someone that donates, yep. like just send them it. You don't even have to share it on your page, but like everyone help. Has there been other like bigger businesses in the area who've been like a help with this, like donation or helping wise? Yes. There's so, been some very large donations. 
they have like a couple match donations that day. Um, sorry, let me see if I can find that on the website. Well, while you're pulling this up, one of the biggest things I like, once again, not just because I like their beer, but I, I, I'm proud of them as a company because it, with the whole pandemic thing happened and people were like, oh, we have yep. to resort to outdoor seating. There was jingling tents everywhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like they gave so many small businesses like these tents that they could put up so that their customers can sit underneath them and yeah. and do that. It's like it's like a or the umbrellas that yeah. there was a couple like tables i know like the wheel had one of their tables and stuff they also they also dropped off beer for, for at the uh, hospital yeah at the hospital <laughs> awesome. and i know i mean outside of pandemic they really support the troops they're very yeah. into hands they, down i know they yeah. get some, they got some flack with their their political thing which i don't care about i, yeah. I don't like yeah. any politics everyone but anyway. has their politics but um and, and how they're not unionized or something like that but one of the biggest things i'll say is every single person i know who works for yingling doesn't leave their job. Yeah. No, and, and they're, I mean, it's a hard job to get really into. Support, people say that they don't, they really do support the community and they, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, like so. they go above and beyond, even when it came to like helping with the garage. Like there was yeah. no funding for the garage to be rebuilt. Yeah. And if, if any of the Cut English the family would like to do a banging beers episode, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> they're private, I will say. From my experience, they're pretty, they're I, I just private. want to drink a beer at one of them. <laughs> Go to the brewery. <laughs> I, I was at a one time. Pre-rack, do the brew tour. And, one. And, one of, and one, yeah. of the, one of the daughters were there, and I was just like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going to say to myself. It was cool, though. When I went to a special Chetty event, I walked up to the register, and the lady like read my mask, and she's like, Bang. she goes, did you guys do a thing where it was like a table full of stickers, and you guys reviewed every yingling beer and i was like yeah she was i watched that i was like that's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah so you went to the special event but didn't take the tour no i i, I don't know i've never <laughs> Called done it out i think what i we're did gonna do, i think i, I went to the special event and took the tour really mm -hmm. I, went, I did the tour on <laughs> the my birthday you know what happens when <laughs> yeah, you do it on your good. birthday everyone at the bar sings to you Aww. oh yeah Yep. I, wait, I've never had that happen. I, I have to go on my birthday. Add that to my. Yeah. I think what we're gonna it do is, is it, and it was one of those like I kind of didn't expect it. Like I was like, all right, we're not at like Red Robin or like any of these restaurants that are like gonna make all their staff sing. Nope. You walk in there, they give you your first beer, and then boom. Fun fact with me is if you go to a Red Robin or a place like that with me, someone at the table's birthday is that day, even if it's not their birthday. I was an actor on tour once, so we went you That's know all across the country, hit many of the states. And every restaurant we stopped in, it was always one of our birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> always. And it's usually <laughs> the one who's terrible. the most embarrassed by being <laughs> yeah. publicly put out like that. It's the best. But uh, I've lost my train of thought. What I was saying there. Well, well, tour. Oh, the tour. My little brother is getting relocated. He he's in the military, and he's getting restationed from San Diego to Virginia. And at the end of the month, we're going to pick him up and then bring him back. So I think when he comes back, we're all me, him, and my father are gonna do the tour. That's it's a good time. Just bring yeah. wear closed toe shoes. Yeah, closed toe shoes. Yeah. Or you're yeah. gonna buy their brown, their like rubber yeah. flats. I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah, so that's I think that's the plan. Yeah. Oh, Mandy has the uh, matches. Yeah, so there's a few matches that day. There's um, Carnegie Investment Council, uh, Skook Auto Sales, and Marshall Boerad. Thornburg Price and Campion um, are sponsoring a couple different power hours and um, the grand prizes. So the person that raises the most or has the most unique donations. And then some organizations like Therapeutic Writing has done a great job of reaching out to their partners to ask them to match for their um, nice. different ones throughout the day. So I know off the top of my head, Weaver is is a donator yeah, well, for we, you. Well, we, had, we usually do a therapeutic writing program uh, horse show. 
every year in September. Well, we couldn't do it last year, and we're probably not going to do it this year. So I took those names from everybody who's had donated over the years, and I sent out. I said, hey, we can't do a horse show. Would you help by donating to match matching funds? And I've, I've gotten some back. I mean, we have over $1,000 worth of... Uh, of donations That's really from cool. them. Nice. And, and, and even like a dollar goes along. Literally. Mm -hmm. No, like yeah. even if you just get $1 donations, like mm -hmm. all of that adds up. And yeah. in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't seem like a lot for you and me, but it matters. Like mm -hmm. for every one of these nonprofits, it matters, regardless yeah. if it's the library or wherever. I, I try to make a thing like with our social media presence, if I have a thousand people or 2000 people who follow the realistic thing, of, if all to those 2000 people actually are engaged with the page or they just like hit like, but if each person does a dollar that that can change someone's, yeah. yep. yes. you know, that, that's, yep. that's helpful. Exactly. But uh, well, thank you guys once again so much for this. It was, it was an absolute blast. We definitely got to sit back down and do this again yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, and even if it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing, if you guys want to sit down and we'll do stuff like that. Um, you know, go ride some horses with you. Or <laughs> do some on I'll, I'll test out some swings. like, swing. I want to test out my horse. I'll, I'll, test out, I'll test out some of those swings. You can push yeah. me in the, uh, on the zip line. It'll be fun. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I want to thank you guys again. It was a, it was a blast. Um, send, make sure you get the – I'll get that link off you, and then everyone go and donate and help out and, All right. and, and, and help save your community. Thank you. Thank you. Coming yeah. soon, me yeah. and you and Porcupine Pat. <laughs> I'll ask him about it. Like, not a problem. Tell him to leave his snakes at home. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Um